Hello, welcome back to the Evolved Stylist. I'm Rebecca Taylor. And I'm Sarai fucking Spear. Motherfucking Spear. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> oh, there's nothing to read. Okay, this is this is just, you know what? This should not be edited out because this is just life happening. Leave it, leave it. Don't fucking cut this shit. Yeah, because we're going to circle back and put a pin in it, like we said from last episode. <laughs> With Synergy, we're here to put a pin in because we've circled back to talk about resolutions. Fuck them or don't fuck them. What is your stance on resolutions, Sarai? I think you just used so many corporate America words. I vomited in my I mouth. <laughs> I'm using them to be silly. I'm, I'm like, it's satirical. Do you really think I talked oh about that? Look at me. <laughs> I can't. Uh, how do I feel about resolutions? I feel strongly, Rebecca. So <clears throat> I think resolutions are shit. Mm. I think there's better ways to hit goals, create goals, set intention. Um, I actually did some research on resolutions and, and how, you know, people stick to them. And the people don't stick to resolutions. They just don't. So every year we start off strong. We're like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to become a vegan. I'm going to fucking climb Mount Everest. I'm going to rescue puppies. I'm going to do all these things. Right. And nine times out of 10, six weeks later, we're back to the bullshit that we had last year. We're like, I don't really ah, climbing my Mount Everest. That's like a lot. Oh God, going to the gym this morning. I could hit fucking snooze, bro. Because resolutions, I feel, come from a place of ego versus goals or intentions come from a place of soul, come from a place of purpose, come from alignment. So I've never been a fan of, of resolutions. I love goal setting and I know we're gonna talk probably about that, but I say fuck resolutions. I say fuck them right in the, in the mouth. They're dumb and stupid. And I might be offending people already on our second episode, but here we go. <laughs> I feel like the weed people out if they don't like things like uh, fuck them right in the mouth and they're not our, our people. Um, you welcome for sure maybe because i have a negative connotation and for years and years and years it would be like oh january 1st you're gonna wake up and and eat healthy and and like constrict yourself or is constrict i think that's squeezing um basically mentally squeezing myself you know but uh restrict yourself from all these things and take all the joy out of the experience and just because you're bad you're this you're overweight you're not doing enough and the next day, which is January 1st, everything will change. And then you are liberal to say six weeks. I made it maybe two or three, if that, every year without fail, I would eventually get to the case of the fuckets and say, this isn't working. I'm not seeing results quick enough. I'm doing things I know now, doing things for the wrong reasons. And so that's why I wasn't getting results. I wasn't working through my shit to figure out why I wanted to resolve to do those things or stop doing those things. Um, yeah, I say fuck them for sure. I'm, I'm definitely team fuck them for sure. Yeah. I love that you said the, the why, the why of your, why you're doing those things, right? So uh, we talked about it in, in my masterclass, goals, growth, and gratitude, getting to that deeper level. You can take a resolution or a goal and you can get really fucking deep with it. So I believe it was Mel Robbins course that I took. Um, she called it the seven layers of why. So if your goal is to, to stop smoking, right? Ask yourself why, 
Well, because it's bad for my health. Why? Well, because it's bad for my health. I want to be around for my family. Well, why? Like you, you start going deeper because the problem when people make goals or they make resolutions is there's not a soul connection. It's like, I'm doing this because I think I should, or so-and-so is doing this. So I have to do this. If it doesn't mean shit to you, if it doesn't align with your purpose, with your values, you know, with who you are, why the fuck are you even wasting time on it? So if you have things in your life that you want, start asking yourself the whys. Go fucking deep with it and figure out, okay, you want to go to the gym and get healthy. Well, why? Because you feel lethargic when you don't. Okay, well, why? Because you lack energy. I want more energy. Now we're starting to get into the deepness of it versus I want to make six figures. I want to, I want to lose fucking 20 pounds. I want to, okay, go fucking deep with it. I'm so glad you mentioned the go and mega deep with it. Of course, the seven layers. I'm, I know who Mel Robbins is, but I'm not taking a course or done that one. I think I read her book, the high five habit, which is another to do with something else, you know, like self-worth and self-love, but the asking why and breaking it down to like root, like, I guess causes for wanting you to want that shift or to implement something. Um, Sometimes that's hard. Sometimes that brings up a lot of stuff. And then you're like, um, you know, like it's why is a hard one sometimes? It really, really is. I feel like I was gonna say something. I'm doing what I did in the last podcast. I feel like there's so much to talk about. I can't even get my ducks in a row. Um, but you mentioned in your in your masterclass, you were talking to people about breaking it down. You also mentioned like four values. That is the first thing I work on um, folks with a, the very first exercise, people hit me up to do like coaching work or whatever. And they want to be an educator. They probably hate this question. I know some of them do, but it really helps weed out like the reasons why they want to do something. I'll give you an example. I want to be an educator. And then some of people's core values are spending more time at home. Um, not being on social media as much, uh, you know, connection with my friends. I'm like, well, wait a second. Um, why though, do you want to be an educator? And so then they find the root of it. It's like, cause I think I'll make a lot of money. I think that it'll look a certain way online and people have to be really honest with themselves. The why doesn't work unless you're really honest with yourself because, um, that's, that's the point of it, the root, like the root cause. And sometimes it is like for vanity. And sometimes it is for like, it's out of scarcity and fear. And it's like those negative things. So the whys can be tricky. The whys definitely can be tricky, but um, oh, yeah. I'd rather ask myself than to be in denial or oblivious or um, working really hard towards a goal that isn't important to me. And then when I get it, it's like, why does this feel so empty? Oh, because I never identified the true why to begin with. So um, while it's hard, it's better to figure it out before than later, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I remember there was one year when I was sort of coming up on social media. And I, <clears throat> I think that year I wrote, I'm thinking like 297 goals. Mm. Okay. And one of these goals was to be on this team for this fucking company. And I hit every single fucking goal that year. And I was definitely in my hustle mentality, hustle mode, blech, bullshit. But I remember I was so pissed and so irritated that I didn't make this fucking team because I thought if I make this team, 
all my problems will be gone. Poof, magic, because these people are elite. Everybody knows them. They go on tours, they have shows, they blah, blah, blah. I put all of my eggs in this basket, this external circumstance, I thought would magically fix things. And I look back and I'm so grateful that I did not hit that goal. I didn't see it at the time. I didn't see how out of alignment I was with their values versus my values, right? Completely fucking different. But I wanted to do it for my ego. I wanted to do it for fame. I wanted to do it for money. Now, there's nothing wrong with having these goals. But as you start to deconstruct them, the whys, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to have notoriety. But my why was because I thought that that would make me somebody. When the truth is the whole time I've been somebody. I just got lost in the bullshit. So if you have these goals that are like monetary goals, bitch, I got fucking monetary goals. I have huge money goals for 2024, okay? Like scary huge. But I'm doing it because yes, I wanna make money, but I wanna buy a fucking house in Montana that has fucking land so that I can raise fucking wiener dogs, okay? I'm not even joking with you guys right now. I wanna fucking teach yoga. I wanna have retreats. I wanna have time. I wanna have freedom. That's my why. It's not so I can fucking jet set on a PJ, which don't get me wrong, a PJ is on a PJ. What's up, bitch? I don't give a fuck about that external shit anymore. It's the feeling that the money, the abundance brings, it's the time that it brings. So like, I feel like I just went off on a tangent and I had a purpose to connect it. So help me out, Rebecca. (laughs) A good tangent talking about, um, uh, like your money, like you did go off on one and I'm trying to like backtrack a little bit to figure out what, but you said so many good things you were talking about before, like why you, um, wanted certain things like being on that group or this and that. And, um, you did end up and you are very successful, but, um, let's see, I'm, I just fucking shit the bed just then. I don't know what I was going to say. Edit this Jessica edit. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, I got a fart so fucking bad. Oh God! That was horrible. That was really okay. Maybe don't edit this. Oh my God! Edit that out. Oh my God! Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. Oh my God! You know what? You have authority and um, sovereignty over your farts in the public, get, hearing them. So if you don't want that in there, then you don't have to have it in there. Keep it in there. I really, I truly don't care at this point <laughs> in my life. I do not fucking care. I've shared so much of my life, and I've shared that with you. Luckily, you cannot smell it, so you're welcome for that. Okay, so. Back to resolutions, goals. Can I, can I, can we get personal here? Sure, because I'm okay. for you. Okay, because I'll get personal with you if you get personal with me. Yeah. Um, have you set some goals for this upcoming year? No, and I just, I felt, I was sort of like back and forth about like whether I should even post this, but I had made a reel talking about January goals and that I don't really want any or resolutions because the way 2023 evolved so naturally and great for me. And um, no, I mean, and and kind of, this is what um, slightly irritates me and I know it's a me problem and I need to explore it more. I don't typically do anything I don't know how to put it I don't like when things are supposed to be a certain way so whether that's societal or the industry says or trends say or whatever and I don't know if that's truly just something I'm creating or just happens that way like this year in particular 
I'm like, I've been doing work all year. I've been doing work. I have a fucking stellar morning routine. I've met goals. I want to let things flow. I don't really want to. I don't, I mean, I, I love that we're talking about this. I love that I joined your masterclass. I love, I love that I have a, a real chill feeling and whatever, but I don't really want to sit down and do all this fucking shit because, um, what's probably going to happen is in two or three weeks, I'll do it then. But I don't want to fucking do it now because this is just the flow of things. And in my post, I said it too, is that, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, like I wanted to work on Christmas day and I fucking, when it started getting cold, that's when I wanted to go out and run around and get in the water and fucking shit. I'm like, am I doing this to myself or is just this the way that I am? Cause I want the complete opposite of what society says is what I want. I don't fucking know, but that's the way I feel right now. So not only fuck a resolution, but I don't feel like doing my goals. I don't fuck, know. A goal, fuck a resolution from Rebecca fucking Taylor. That's just me right now. And I'm not saying I'm not coming from a defeated negative, you know, whatever place. I just know on the regular for me, the a regular damn day, let's just say in August on a fucking Tuesday, I'm sitting here doing my journaling and my meditation and my breath work. And, uh, you know, I wanted to implement activity and I did I wanted to quit vaping that shit was just randomly that wasn't the beginning of the year that wasn't for I know my whys but it wasn't for any weird external why um it's just it happened when it happened and I'm learning to just trust my season my season not the fucking internet season not the actual season winter spring summer fall like my seasons of energetic flow and the way I'm flowing right now is actually literally if I'm being honest I'm on my fucking period so there's that and also I'm not feeling like this gung-ho go hard energy I'm just feeling chill and uh it's January 1st I'm mellow it's good I went on a walk but I don't feel like sitting down and writing my shit down if I'm being honest I don't. I love that. And I love, but here's the thing you're honoring your process. And that's fucking huge. Instead of fighting it and doing what everybody else is doing, and you're like, no, I know myself. This is just me. Um, I'm not going to do it. And it's not because you don't find the value, it's just not important to you right now. And that is 100% fucking okay. And I actually love that you're like, nope, not going to do it now. Maybe in a couple of weeks, you'll be doing meditation or you're like, oh my God, I know what this is, or I know what this is, right? So I love that you're not diving headfirst into this because I think, you know, we're recording this on, on January 1st. I know y'all are listening to it a little bit later, but around the first year, there's this push for these resolutions and all this change and all these big changes. And micro shifts, micro changes are what create habits, patterns, and lasting behaviors. It's not these giant leaps. It's not these giant fucking changes all across your life, right? And so I love that you're honoring yourself, that you're listening to yourself, and that you're just really tuning into what does Rebecca fucking need? What does Rebecca fucking want? And it's not what society says. And I fucking love that for you. You want to know something you just said thank you by the way i appreciate that you just said something to make me have make me have a, a realization is one of my goals from 2022 moving into 2023 was that i would honor myself more and listen to my intuition and and i did not think of that or remember that until like i did find something in my notes but this was a different fucking thing because i think i wrote like 60 million lists and goals and intuition like all this shit <laughs> 
last year. I was on a retreat. I was also gearing up to go to retreat. So there was a bunch of like stuff to do ahead of time. Um, that was something I found and it, and well, anyway, so the thing on notes I shared in my stories, I'm like, cool, a lot of cool things happened in 2023. But the thing that just struck a chord with me is that I really wanted to get better at honoring where I'm at instead of like forcibly doing anything or feeling a certain way um, and being true to myself and hardcore working on like productivity issues and not going hard, 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 hard and like listening to myself. So you saying that just now, um, I guess speaks to the fact that that's something I wanted to change a year ago and I did. So here's January 1st and I don't give a flying fuck how I feel about it. Look at that. Yeah. You know- I, I am approaching this year completely differently than I have ever, starting with my, my beautiful um, evening of New Year's Eve that I had by myself and creating these new rituals. But I, I chose a word for the year, never done that before. And I already had some goals. Um, my my good friend Tabitha and I, we listened to Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life. And God, Bob Proctor, love him. Props, Bob's, Bob Proctor. Um, that audiobook just fucking flipped my shit upside down. So in there, he talks about him and his business partner sent each other their goals um, every single day for a year. So Tabitha and I started doing that. And actually it's funny cause I sent her them this morning and I added more, I added my intentionality, which is my word for 2024. I added that in there. And I also added my Sankalpa. So we talked about this in my masterclass and it's your Sankalpa is it's your connection between your heart and your brain. It's your heart's desire. And it goes really, really deep. It's more than I want to make six figures or I want to be a millionaire or I want to be famous. It really is what drives you. So um, I shared my Sienkulpa with Tabitha and she's like, oh my God, I really love this, this new addition to the goals. And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. So I have goals. I have some really big goals. Now, in years past, Sarai, the recovering workaholic, as I know, Miss Rebecca, you the same, um, ex-hustle queens. I'm approaching my goals knowing that I'm in alignment with these goals. It's not like, yeah, I might have big, huge goals, but they're in alignment with my soul. They're in alignment with my purpose. They're in alignment with this sort of slowing down season that I'm doing. I'm doing things again, more intentionally. That word is just going to keep coming up for me this year. So, um, I want to share with you my Sankalpa, if I can. Is that cool? Yeah, I want to hear it. I'm sure they do too. So instead of saying like, I want to be a millionaire or I want to know, I really sat and I sat in this and I, I kind of rolled it around in my brain for a day. So my my theme for this year is intentionality and my overarching um, theme for the year is to grow my brand my life and my business by leading with intention, heart, soul aligned truth and transparency while uplifting and supporting others growth. So I did write goals, but that my Sankalpa is the overarching sort of theme of not even just of this year, of how I want to operate in this lifetime. And so I I sat and I got really, really, really specific with it. Now I do have goals that are, you know, monetary goals. One of my goals is to move to a house in Bozeman that's fabulous and it's perfect for us, you know? 
So I've taken my goals this year and I've made sure that they are aligned. I've made sure that I'm in a, a good space with them. And it's not some hustle culture bullshit. It's not some fucking workaholic shit. It's not some ego driven bullshit that so many goals and so many resolutions are. So thank you for letting me share that, Rebecca. Love it. It's like your your soul's mission statement. Mm, essentially, that's what Sankalpa is. Yeah, soul's mission statement. So you guys can't pronounce Sankalpa. Just say it's your soul's mission statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sanskrit for the the sake of that fucking awesome practice. Then it's a mission statement, y'all. <laughs> that's what it is. I you know what's it. you know what's funny is um, I had never heard that word until last week. And I went to a yoga class here in, in Big Sky and she was talking about like reflections and intentions. And she said this word and the, and the way she described it is like the connection between your heart's desire, your soul and your brain. And so after class, I went up to her and I said, can you say that culpa word again? <laughs> and she said, yeah. So I actually started reading up on it and I, I put it in my masterclass presentation because it it hits so hard with me because there's so much intentionality behind it. There's so much like passion and heart and life behind it that I was like, bro, this is a word that I'm going to be using so much. And it's so, because it's such a beautiful translation. It's such a beautiful word. And it has such deep meaning to me that I love it. It's like my, it's my word. I love it too. I, at some point I would like to, I mean, everything that you shared in your masterclass, like um, I, I resonated with, and I was like, oh, I took notes of certain things. Um, like a lot of the daily stuff that you were saying, like your morning routine, like this is all stuff that I do, but I'm not, I feel like right now for the first time in my life, I'm saying in my life, like I've got a good handle of all the bad habits that have plagued me. Like, it, so there isn't anything really, on my list in that way it's like oh stop doing this or start doing this like it's just um i'm fine tuning where i've gotten like you talk about the monetary goals and stuff like three days ago i wrote a check to myself by a certain date with a certain amount so i can visualize that it. it's right up there i can see it love and it so i've got this all going on so that's why it felt for me a little contrived to do like a list of things but i mean if we're talking about we're getting even more specific, you know, and I know my goals and like things will change and get even more specific after today. But just today, I'm not in the space to like be penning everything down. But I did take notes about your course talking about fine tuning. And there's something that has been bugging me lately. I, don't, I, can't, I can't lie and say, oh, I've gotten rid of every single bad habit um, because we're human. But you're, I was going to say because you're a human fucking being. Exactly. But just the big, I'm t the big ones, I'll be honest, that have plagued me were the sobriety thing. So that's three years. It's going strong. Very grateful. Um, the smoking and vaping thing finally quit that four months ago, literally 14 years old till four months ago is how long and I'm meaning daily. And the only time I had ever quit before that was one month like two years ago and I was white knuckling it and fucking raging on people and just ugh, no intention other than it's bad, but like figuring out what my triggers were. didn't do any of that. My whole life, my existing was a trigger. And so I didn't explore those. So from 14 to 43, that is, um, that's mega. So that was a big thing recently. And then activity, something I'm implementing or already did and do that daily. Um, but now I want to fine tune. 
I, I don't want to just stop here and get comfortable because I feel very empowered that I've been able to do some hard things. So when you were talking about your morning routine, like my phone, and I was good at this, much like you in treatment, they take your phone. So yeah. you're forced to be detoxed in different ways. And that was a digital detox for me. Um, but as time goes on and life happens and shit shifts and changes, um, my window of using my phone has gotten wider. So um, before bed, who's to say I won't glance and scroll and feel a little yucky and I feel it happening and it's getting progressively more so yucky. And then first thing it was real bad for a while. Like it would wake me out of my sleep and to scroll and to do shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with that? Like I just, when I think I'm like getting good again. So the way I'm fine tuning and I'm not in a bad space right now, but I'm going to take it to the next level, put that shit elsewhere in my office, not keep it in my room. I love that you said that. Um, so they're little like micro shifts or goals, but not any of these massive ones, because I mean, and I say this in the most humble, grateful way that I can, I am truly in the best spot that I've been in, um, my whole life. And, and I'm, you know, like it's good. So I want to sit in this and celebrate it instead of like on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Cause that's what I've done in the past. And it's just been like, this is good. What can I fix now? This is good. What can I fix now? It's like, I struggle with that sometimes. And I do kind of want to, I told Chris last night when we were doing our little intention thing, I was like, I have fear around the fact that I've made all these positive improvements. What am I going to feel like when I can't do what, no big thing, no big hurdle to overcome. Am I going to create chaos? Am I going to be bored? What it was going to happen when, I mean, cause when I tell you, sir, I certain things have plagued me from the, when they start, like, I know you get it. Addictions yeah. are serious things. And when you overcome them, you're like, whoa, fucking A, great. Like I did this. I can't believe I did this. I used to be, I used to tell myself I will forever be a smoker because that is my vice. And it's the lesser of some evils, at least not crack. I would joke and say that. At least this vape yeah. isn't crack. What insanity is that? So I thought I'd be doing that for the rest of my life as asinine as the thought it was. Um, I would just all day, every day, fucking driving. And I never thought, never, never in a million years thought I could not do that. I also never thought I could run for any extended period of time on the treadmill because I literally told myself the lie was I won't even run if I'm being chased. I'll stop <laughs> and fight a fucker. I will fight a fucker or I'll die before running. That's stories I told myself. Like I'm running more and more and I'm like, whoa, who is this person? So this is what I'm saying about, I just got out of a season of going incredibly hard. So um, like, let's just, I feel for me, I just want to fine tune for now um, and just be like, what little thing? And, and I just want to sit in it. I think it's good to sit in your hard work and be like, damn, bitch, you just did that. You just did that. Cause I never used to. And you and I have talked about this. We would just be like on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And it would be just like this dopamine pellet of like achievement and I don't want to look at my bettering my life and my wellness journey or however you want to put it, just life in general. I don't want it to be an on to the next thing, you yeah. know, situation. I just want to chill. And so that's kind of the space I'm in right now. And uh, I know me and I know you and I know a lot of listeners are like, we are into self-improvement and we do want to better ourselves. So while I might not feel that way today, you sure as fuck better believe I'll feel that way tomorrow or three days from now or a week from now or whatever. So that's why I'm like, extra, extra mellow today, like extra mellow. Good. I love it though. Again, you know, one of your goals was to, to honor yourself more. And that's exactly what you're doing by 
tuning into what is it that I need? You know, I saw a therapist for a couple of years that had a, I hated this fucking sign. I hated it. And at one visit, I literally told her, I said, I want to rip this sign off the wall and I want to fucking smash it over your head. It said, self-care is not selfish because I thought I'm too busy for self-care. I don't have time, blah, blah. I don't deserve self-care. Well, I've learned to redefine self-care. I thought it was like, you know, trips and, and don't get me wrong. Bubble baths are fucking great. I love me an Epsom salt bath, you know, bougie shit, doing all these things. But truly what you're doing right now, Rebecca, is self-care for you. You're honoring yourself. You're sitting in this space that resonates with you and you're not letting it go. You're being intentional with your movements, with your thoughts and That's such a beautiful fucking space that you've been able to get to. So I just, I want to honor that. I want to honor that in your, your journey and and where you are and who you are and who you're becoming. It's so fucking beautiful friend. You, I appreciate that. I received that. Um, My natural urge just then was to tell you how great you are. And uh, there'll be time instead of sitting it, I received it. So, so, while being in this space is new and sometimes hard for me and receiving compliments and seeing that, you know, like uh, accepting that you see that and you're giving me my props and flowers, all of it's so hard. All of that is so like hard because of years of just like, oh, no, no, no. It's not defense mechanisms. Yeah. Like it is just, I'm just trying to do things differently, you know, like that I have in the past, but that is received. I appreciate that. And um, I'll pick another time to tell you how great you are and how admirable I think your goals are and, and how you kind of went hard. Because not only did you go hard for yourself, you went hard creating a class to share with other people to signify the newness and the purification and the renewal of today. So that in its own right is fucking magnificent because that's just the energy you were in. That was the energy you were in and you went with it and and look how it paid off. Like, look how it paid off because you had that like crazy, amazing, like psychedelic, but not actually psychedelic, just soul psychedelic fucking moment of just alignment. So I think that's sick too, because you honored, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, when you wanted to do that, did you like do that meeting, writing your masterclass and, and launching a webinar on, on Jan 1st? Like, did you do that? Why did you do that? What was your why? Like, was it- uh- yeah. So I, I never planned on doing a master class. How this came up was on the drive um, to Montana. My husband and I took two separate cars because we had a feeling he'd have to come back for job interviews, right? So I'm listening to um, a couple of really amazing books, Think Like a Monk. Um, I started, I was listening to Bob Proctor again, and I got this idea to create a, a 30-day challenge because I'm, I'm moving my Ballad Stylist Society from Instagram over to Kajabi. And in the community part, there's a, a challenge. And I was like, this would be cool. So I have it in my notes. My original notes for this masterclass are fucking hilarious, but... I was inspired. So I'm literally, as I'm driving, I'm I'm voice texting myself that I want to create this challenge about intentionality and purpose and goals and growth and gratitude. And I was like, oh, that that's fucking cool. And in my community balance style society, that's what the whole month of January is about is goals, growth and gratitude. So it went from I want to do a challenge in my community to 
I want to do something bigger, like outside of the community that, that people of, of, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are in the fucking world, what you fucking do. If it resonates with you, I want you to be able to take part in it. So, um, my, my new sort of business manager integrator was like, well, why don't you do a webinar? And I was like, I don't fucking do webinars. I've never done one. Um, I was like, but I could host a zoom. And she's like, hello. <laughs> I said, but webinars are selling things and I don't want to sell anything. Like I just, I don't have a, a big, huge pitch at the end. I'm not trying to get you to, you know, buy these things. And she's like, well, let's call it a masterclass. And so I was like, okay. So it's, it took me two weeks to really pull everything out. And I have 20 different versions of it on my computer as we speak. Um, and as I was like fine tuning this week, more things started to come in that I was like, I got to talk about this. I've got to talk about this. And so I, I got really quiet in the sauna one morning and I was like, why are you doing this, Sarai? What's your purpose for this? What's your intention? It's, it's free for people. What, what do you want? What do you want to get out of it? What do you want to give to people? And so I started really like digging into that. And I thought, I just want to help people, right? I have all of this shit that I've been doing, all of these, these books, these resources, these tips, these tricks, all of these things that have transformed my life. And then, like I said, in the, in the webinar or the masterclass, take what resonates with you. If it doesn't, it's not meant for you, or it's not meant for you at this moment. Maybe you'll circle, you'll put a pin in it and circle back around to it. But I wanted a space to just share, to offer people help because when I started looking at things differently, when I started implementing these micro shifts, these morning routines, you know, being more purposeful with things, having more clarity, really asking myself why, learning about neural pathways, all of this shit has just been, it's been a culmination of my, I think my, my healing journey thus far. And so my intention with this was just to help people. To, to give people a different perspective, to see things a, a different way, because, you know, we see resolutions popping up all the time and, and especially, you know, December, January, these resolutions and you've got to set goals and you've got to do this. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. You can do whatever you want. But if, if you want to create change in your life that lasts you have to do things differently. So I wanted to op offer people an opportunity to do things differently, to create these, these micro changes, these micro shifts that you implement every day that at the end of 2024, you get to look back and say, holy shit, I did that. I did the hard things because I started small. And it's like, that small thing goes into something bigger. And like, you know, we talked about it in the masterclass, make your bed in the morning. It's something so fucking simple that can change your whole life because then your bedside's messy. Well, you don't like that. So now you're gonna clean up your bedside every morning and then you're gonna clean the dishes and then your whole house is clean. And then you're like, fuck, I feel good. I'm gonna go for a walk today. It's, it's these little tiny changes. So I, that was a long winded answer of saying, I just really wanted to help people. I wanted to serve people in a way that, had nothing to do with money. You know, I, I've created from places of scarcity before. Um, this was not one of them. This was truly me giving 100% of myself in my soul aligned purpose for 
nothing. I, I, I get nothing in return. I mean, I get the love and, and all of the beautiful text messages, but like not for money. And it felt really fucking good. It felt so good that I'm actually doing another one next weekend, the same one, but yeah, that was, that was how it started. And that was sort of my, my reason for creating it. Amazing. It's really cool to hear your process and extra cool that like, I said that part and probably talked over you and couldn't hear it. But like you said, I did it really for nothing, but except for the way that it made me feel. And like, I, we talked already about this. I immediately texted you after, like, I felt it. I felt it through you. I felt it emanating off of you. And like, sometimes it's not about monetary stuff. Like, I'm not saying money's bad. Trust me. Like I said, I've got a financial goal. We love money. (laughs) And like you, like you want wealth, um, for to to afford you the life of comfort and peace that you want like I used to want wealth for like having flashy shit and traveling around like I don't know wealth's different to me now but like the wealth that this course gave you I feel like things just line themselves up like dominoes in a way for your greater good anyway so while not you know while you didn't make like money off of this it's setting the future up for you to get the wealth that you're trying to call in. And and for at least for now, you've got that wealth of your, like your heart being full that you fucking killed it. Cause you did kill it. It was so great. It was <laughs> great. And I know what you mean too, about like all this work you're doing on yourself, like why you have to share it. Cause it's changed your life. I feel the same exact way. When I launched my coaching last year, I didn't know do I tell you what my imposter syndrome? I mean, I'm going to tell a little story real quick. During the pandemic, when I couldn't physically do hair, I, I just woke up one day. I'm like, I'm going to coach people. I didn't know what that meant. That was before coaching got mega, mega buzzy like it is now. But I'm like, I'm going to offer a virtual wave for, to help people get out of their own way. I didn't know. I didn't have curriculum. I didn't know jack shit about it. Um, there was quite a response, but the irony was I was like in the throes of a really gnarly Xanax addiction and couldn't remember what the fuck I was talking to people about and was in my own, the biggest crisis of my life. Um, in hindsight, I talked to people like, you really helped me. I'm like, how fucking how, but sometimes that's the thing about being of service. You get out of your own shit for a minute because you're helping other people. But I had a real issue a personal issue about the fact that I coached from a very inauthentic fear-based place and called myself a coach during that time. Like, Oh God, I can't do it again. I was embarrassed. I was mortified that I said, I called myself a coach that I coached even I'm using air quotes to the listeners. Um, and I was like, there's no way I can do this again. Like I'm, I'm just flat out embarrassed, you know, that I, that I acted that way during the pandemic. Um, or I just moved in a way of like fear and was like, I'm coaching now. You know, like it was dirt cheap too. So it wasn't like a get rich thing. It was something crazy, like $150 for four hours of fucking coaching people. It was absolutely ridiculous. But you know what? You do what you do and it's whatever. But anyway, like after the last, you know, at this point, let's see, it was like two years. So the beginning of yes, uh, last year was two years. I'd gone to so many retreats, uh, worked with my own coaches, one that you set me up with. Um, I know we mutually know Natalie. Um Tons of therapy, EMDR, daily practices, massive shifts, quantum fucking leaps, you name it. Like, I'm like, all right, this is crazy. And especially that 
I wanted to share with my peers because a lot of the same stuff I've overcome is not these quantum things, but like not emotionally discounting, um, not working these insane long hours, not like people pleasing to the point of like being depleted was things like that. So I wanted to then offer like solutions that it worked in my life. And then you're like, it's got to go somewhere, you know, and like whether you're not it's just you have to and I'm sure that's how you felt that's what that's how you said you felt about your master class and I know you're wanting to move into that space but like certain things aren't meant to be gate kept like if our lives are being changed and I sometimes and this is me too probably thinking too much about it but um I feel very deeply and, and think too much about shit but but my negative thought about this is like hey okay so you know how and this is just a different space but the same shit you know how like I preach now and we know now you don't emotionally discount for the hair we do. I'm like, I love this so much. Like, why can't I, how come I can't do this for free? But I'm like, no, you have to charge with what you do. And I know how much money I invested in fucking therapy and retreats and this and that. And um, sometimes I'm like, you know, it's imposter syndrome is all it is. You know, the whole not being able to charge for this, this Dharma, this passion and this purpose, like you can still make money off a thing that bring, brings you great joy and helps people. But like, I don't know, do you struggle with that ever? Like the, the charging for, <laughs> I see your face. They can't see your face. But no, it's like, I can't <laughs> see my face, but it's very contorted. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I, I think back to when I first started educating, um, much like you entered the coaching space of like, you didn't know what you were doing. Well, again, we're, we're, we're all new at something, right? When we start where we we're beginners, we have a beginner mindset. We want to know everything, but we don't. And so when I got into education, there was a lot of imposter syndrome. Who the fuck are you? You know, you're this ex junkie, this ex homeless bitch, this ex whatever. And now you're trying to charge people to teach them how to fucking bleach some hair. Like who the fuck are you Sarai? And I think my first class was like, I want to say it was like $150 and it ended up being 13 hours. I thought it was going to be like six to eight. Um, it was awful. It was fucking awful. And I went home and I cried and I was like, I'm never teaching again. I swear to God, that's it. I, I just, I wasn't meant to do this. Um, that imposter syndrome just told me you're worth this. You're garbage. This isn't, you're out of your depth. You're out of your element. You don't know what you're doing. And then I got a message a couple days later that was like, holy shit, I learned so much. And I was like, wait, what? Huh? Okay, thank you. Um, and then I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I can do this again. And then you just, you know, you put one foot in front of the other, you learn things as you go. But imposter syndrome is something that I think a lot of us struggle with. Like, when I first started teaching, if you would have told me I would have been charging $1,400 for one of my in-person workshops, I would have laughed at you in your fucking face, just straight up, because there's no way I was charging $150. You know, my first year of educating, I lost money. I didn't know, uh, I didn't know shit about business, but you know, as time goes on, I've, I've, I've shifted, you know, I'm not teaching here so much. I do have my, my community balance stylist society. Um, and I even had imposter syndrome when I started that two years ago, who's going to pay you 25 bucks a month to watch you bleach fucking hair. It's evolved into this community. That's about so much more. I mean, you know, you're in there. It's, it's mental health, it's business, it's wellness, it's stylist self-care, it's hair tutorials, it's all this shit. I still deal with imposter syndrome. I still go, oh, fuck, Sarai, can you, can you really charge that? Can you, no, I don't know if you should make money off that. Like, I think it's, it's something that a lot of us humans will struggle with. And I may struggle with it for the rest of my life, but 
I think that's another reason I wanted to do this masterclass for free. Could I have charged 100%? I, I, it was really fucking good. Rebecca's shaking her head. It was really good, guys. Um, but I just didn't want to. But it gives me the opportunity in the future. So if I now I know I've got an outline. I've got a flow. I know how to do this. I know how to do all of these things. And so can I charge in the future? For sure. 20 bucks, 25 bucks, 2,500 bucks, whatever, whatever the fuck I decide to charge. But because I, I sucked at things, because I doubted myself, because I kept going, it's allowed me get to, to get to this space where, you know, I don't, even though I'm not behind the chair anymore or as much, like I don't emotionally discount my membership. I don't emotionally discount my classes. It's, it's something that comes with time. It's something that comes with experience and it's something that comes with age, I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And I think something it really comes with too, no matter what age you're at or whatever, it's like doubling down on your self-worth. Like it all comes from a place of like, do you think you're worthy of being able to charge that? And whether it's like your coaching fee or for your masterclass or for a six hour color correction, it's all to do with how worthy do you think you are and is your service and or is your authority or your voice or whatever and then attaching a monetary value to that and getting out of your own way and just trusting what you got to say or what you have to do is valuable to other people and it's it's tricky like you said you might you might deal with it for the rest of your life i think i might too but i just know when um i know what i need to do i know how I need to speak to myself. You know, you were not in your head before when we were talking about Mel Robbins and her five uh, high five habit. Like that shit, that book was so fucking dorky at the beginning. Like you yeah. high five yourself in the mirror. And every morning I had like a grubby, greasy little handprint on the mirror because every morning I would do it. And I'm like this, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to do it. So it's things like, and over time it got easy. Over the time I'm sitting here having full on conversations like, bitch, you're good enough. You're smart enough. And God damn it, people like, you know, you're Stuart Smalley. Like you're, uh, or I'm showing my age here. And you too, because you laughed at it. But um, like stuff like that, you just start getting really, just start loving on yourself. If you start letting that, this is what I have to do anyway, is um, when I let that, you know, little shitty negative critic peek its way in like oh you're not good enough no one's not gonna fucking believe what you have to say like you go back you love on yourself and you go back to your purpose which is mine was similar to yours I've seen so many profound changes by doing this work it has to be shared for other people or with other people and I know when I'm in my power and I'm in my flow and I'm sharing with other people and we're working together on some sort of coaching topic or some big hurdle in their way and I see them make massive changes in their life and their career I'm like this is fucking it this is the feeling this is the why this is valuable this is valuable to me it's valuable to them you think about the value of someone changing their whole fucking life like i'm not charging enough <laughs> um, you know i'm not charging anything astronomical but to change your life it's like it's all you just have to dig a little bit and like and we talked earlier about the silence the solitude the getting still the sacred silence as what's a space from uh that band would say like um it just takes a minute to quiet down the noise and that I'm not good enough or I'm too expensive or where do I get off charging this? And then you can connect the dots of your why and your worth and be like, I do fucking have this. It is all right. I can charge X amount of dollars for my service or my class or my color correction or my updo or my extension or whatever the hell you're doing. Literally, whatever it is that you do, 
like, and you're, and you're an entrepreneur, like, cause we're the ones that set that up. There's nobody dictating it. It's not like a store. It's not like you have a boss. It's not like, you know, it's us. And that's another fucking mind fuck, isn't it? That's all us. So we have to do the work like subconsciously to deal with our shit in order to practically say what the price is. It's like, it's kind of loaded for us entrepreneurs, especially in the beauty industry or whatever industry you're in, the wellness space, anything like that. Um, I know you mentioned Misty in your in your class, like she talks about money mindset, you know, to basically stylists, but just whatever area or realm you're in, it, it yeah, we, that's all us. That's all that, all us, the back end, the fucking mindset, the doing the actual thing, the waiting through how it feels after. It's, it's gnarly, but it's doable. And we have lots of tools and resources to help us get through it. Man, I'm just like, so, yeah, I know you guys can't see me. I'm just nodding my head to all of this. Like, can I get a mic drop? Can I get an amen? Can I get a hell yeah? I dropped oh. this Yeti. It's fucking expensive. You told me to get it. It's really heavy and I'll, Please I'll don't drop it. Please don't it. drop it. Well, I think, I think this is a good place to stop. And I, I, I want to say in this, the last thing that you were talking about is like the why. And I think that's kind of the overarching topic of like this whole conversation is, you know, resolutions are not resolutions, goals are not goals. And it's like, what is your why? Like really getting in tune with your why and who you are and, and what you value, you know, and that ties into everything that we do whether it's working behind the chair, you know, taking a career leap and becoming an educator or, or creating courses or leaving the industry, doing something different. Your why is the, the nice little bow that just ties it all together. So Rebecca, I'm so grateful that we get to do this together. It makes my heart so happy. I don't know about y'all, but I'm leaving with massive, like overflowing soul, feeling good, love, gushy gooey. How about you? Well, I for sure am. I almost paused to wait for the listener to answer. I'm like, wait, they're not, they don't even exist yet. How about that? Because, hey, and by the way, we just filmed two fucking or recorded two podcasts when we weren't podcasters two hours ago. <laughs> I got sick and everything you said, I feel, I feel incredibly filled up. Um, I just feel good. I feel good. I feel good. I didn't overdo it. Like you said, I honored myself. Thank you for recognizing that. Like I might not have even have recognized it as unless I had another set of eyes or ears or like a pers perspective telling me that. So thank you. And, and the listeners, I know you're going to be listening to this in like the latter part of January, but like, um, wherever you're at in your journey with goals and resolutions, or if you do them, or if you don't just like today, when you hear this right now, when you're hearing this, like just know and be comfortable in your journey and where you're at and just honor yourself for all the hard work you've done and all the cool shit that you're going to do. And just, be easy, y'all. Let's put a pin in it and circle back. <laughs> Until next time. Adios.